Hello and welcome to Talking Events, the industry podcast brought to you by Event Industry News. Today being recorded from the Victory Services Club um, in the heart of London, uh, right at the top of Park Lane, just opposite Hyde Park. Um, a beautiful building, a beautiful facility um, and something well worth looking into. Um, www.vsc.co.uk is their website and uh, big thanks to uh, Mark Field and uh, and all the team here at the Victory Services Club for letting us set up the Talking Events studio. Joining us on the line today, um, we welcome back to Talking Events Andrew Harrison, Director of the Event Supplier and Services Association. Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Hello there, how are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about this year's ESSA conference. Why don't I throw it straight back over to you to explain what's going to be a little bit different about the event this year? Okay, so we, we decided this year, so every year, every conference has a theme. Um, and I suppose some people would think I was being a bit lazy by calling it the conference of things. Um, I suppose somewhere at a meeting in the middle, I couldn't quite, you know come up with that 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 nugget of information or the uh, or, or or the common thing throughout everything and i think sometimes conferences can be quite restrictive in that they say well we're a sales conference or we're a marketing conference mm. um and our membership and our industry is you know it's a very broad church and so in many ways i wanted it to be a conference which attracted all people of all levels um in all various positions from from the supplier community and also, you know, the venue and the organiser community as well. Um, and there would be something there for everybody. Is there a danger when taking that approach and deciding to try and do something for everybody that you'll dilute any form of message in there? Or are you confident that there's going to be enough content in there to service all these different facets of the industry? So, absolutely. That was probably the biggest worry. I think the key to it is, is when you do that, you do put yourself under some additional pressure. Um, and... But that additional pressure makes you look at the the conference uh, format and say, well, uh, rather than having you know some a few strong sessions or a strong session in the morning and a strong session in the afternoon, that every session has to be a ten out of ten or as close to a ten out of ten as you can be. So I think the the history of a lot of conferences is that there's a lot of peaks and troughs. So it either it either hits a nine or a ten out of ten or it's down at the bottom and that's kind of that's that's sometimes the accepted theme um i think by doing this it's actually uh enabled us to look at lots of very high quality speakers and sessions and go for the very best that is out there without having to almost feel restricted to trying to fit people into a theme so i actually think it's helped us put on a better day um i can hear the enthusiasm and the confidence certainly in, in mm -hmm. your tone that this 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 year is going to be excellent and you're confident in the content and and, and mm -hmm. just what it's going to deliver um there are there are two trains of thought when it comes to sourcing speakers for any type of event um you know whether or not to, to look at their content in advance and work with them on the content or put your faith completely in the quality of speaker that you've booked. How have you balanced that this year to make sure and to give you the confidence that you seem to have in, in the content that's going to be delivered? So we, we, we from membership feedback um, and, and from attendee feedback, they, there, is, there is a definite um, requirement for speakers who can bring something in from an external industry. Mm-hmm and speakers from within the industry. So what we've done this year is actually, um, to, to, you know, without trying to sound overly confident, is, is hit that balance 50-50. So 50% of our speakers are going to be 
talking about our external influences. So we've got um, uh, uh, our keynote speaker is a, is a gentleman called Simon Hartley, who's uh, spent his, his entire working career coaching professional sportsmen, women, um, uh, blue chip businesses um, in, in how to unlock world-class potential. So he's a guy who's worked with F1 teams, Premier League football teams, Premier rugby teams, um, in trying to unlock those those, those key elements or secrets that you know those those moments within each person or within each business which helps you uh, excel. Um, and then you know, kind of bookmarking um, the the end of the day, we have an ex uh, Olympic athlete in Derek Redmond, who again is mm. such an inspirational figure. Um, comes with a recommendation from Barack Obama, so there's you know you, you can't get much higher than that. And, and Derek Redmond was the was the guy. Just to sort of put it into perspective, he was the guy uh-huh. I seem to remember who was carried over the line at the Olympics right, by, by his father. father. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, indeed. So, and then in between, there are other in, there are industry speakers. There are panel sessions. Um, there are panel sessions with regards to um, organ, the organizer supplier venue relationship. Um, and then there's other sessions with regards to innovation within our industry, so, and not just from a technical point of view uh, or a technology point of view. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about innovation across across the board. Um, so even from a you know, let's talk about stand builders. How are stand builders innovating? You know. It, it might be on a material level. It might be on a design level. Mm-hmm. So again, although we are talking potentially about the use of of, of technology within within uh, live events, um, such as I don't know apps or, or new ways of gathering data, sure. we're, we're you know we're we're trying to look at everything um, uh, within within that session. And then we've got industry stalwarts and um, and industry legends such as Phil Saw, who's going to speak and um, you know try and make sense of all the industry data and information which is out there and try to you know, put forward a few trends um, in terms of where we are now and where we're looking to be going in, in certain areas and sectors within the next five to ten years. And I think, you know, in 2016, it wouldn't be a conference without having some uh, some form of, a, of, a, of an economist there. So we've yeah. got a, 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 a lecturer um, who will be coming in who's um, many years spent with the Bank of England lecturing at um, London Economic School um, and so on. And um, he's, his, his whole session is going to be talking about how we can re- how the Brexit relates to us specifically as, as, a, as an events industry and also then going down into some granularity uh, with regards to the types of businesses and the size of businesses that will be in attendance on the day. And, you know, that's, that's, there are other sessions without going into too much detail. And... Um uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, that, as an association and, and personally, do you feel the pressure when putting together this event, given that it's an event for event professionals themselves? It's like the musician going to watch a band, you know, and, and being overly critical of what they see on stage. Um, is, is that felt by the association? And is there that added pressure of making sure that everything is perfect because you're dealing with event professionals as your delegates? Hugely. Uh, hugely, I think um, I, you know. I think even my colleagues at the AUV, the, the venue association, and the, AE, the AEO, the organisers. I think, I, it, 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 I mean, it, it's very enjoyable. Don't get me wrong, and 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 and, and trying to hit these these high these high standards um, is, is is enjoyable, and it, and it stretches every every member of, of each team. Um, but I think we'd be lying if we didn't say it's also quite a, a stressful operation to a point because, as, as you said, it's it's. These are people who are spending every day, every working day within the events industry at many, many conferences, seeing many speakers, and and how you dress an event, um, and how you know how technology is moving along, 
And I suppose in a way we, we are under pressure to be able to, to, be able to bring a, a flavour of that to the day as well. Um, I think it's impossible to please everybody. So as you, as you said, although we, we, our conference this year is trying to be as broad almost as our, as our membership is, um, I think, you know, we know there are, you know, every session isn't going to be to everybody's liking, but we'll, sure, uh, we'll yeah. give it a, a damn good go. And uh, tell us about the venue this year. Where where is it? How has it been sourced? And what what's it going to offer? So we're going to we're going back to the Rico Arena. So we've been uh, we've had our conference at the Rico Arena Country for uh, the well, we had it there last year. We had it there about four years ago. Um, as a venue, it's really centrally located for our members. Um, so our, our members are very much spread up and down the country uh, with a with a. <laughs> A clustering, a majority clustering, kind of in, within the southeast um, and, and Greater London, and then kind of from um, from Birmingham uh, towards Manchester. So it's it's kind of it's like an hour and a half from from I would say about seventy eight percent of our our population or within that. So it serves as a really good central hub. Um, we're very good friends as an industry uh, with the current uh, managing director there, Andy Gibb. Who's um, you know he was he was worked at GES previously, mm-hmm. um, and, and was very happy to welcome us there again as his guest. Um, and obviously Andy Gibb is a current um, he's, he's one of the directors of the AEV. He sits on their board now. Um, and so generally when we're looking to source venues for our conference, we look to the venues who are within the venue um, association. Yeah. Um, and because we host lots of meetings throughout the year up and down the country, we, we've developed these relationships. Uh, they've also got a, you know, a, a lot of space there, which I think, you know, there's the obvious spaces, but we're actually going for something which is slightly different than we've used before. Um, and we're going to try and do a few... We're going to try and work the lighting this year to turn something which I, I suppose on the face of it is a bit of a blank canvas. And we're yeah. going to try and do something quite exciting with it this year. Um, it's quite stripped back, and we're going to we're going to we're going to try and dress it and use lighting to bring it to life. Uh, I, I suppose again, going back to the fact that this is an event for event professionals, um, mm-hmm. you, you have to strike that balance in getting the the fundamentals correct and making mm-hmm. sure that you're delivering a slick, on time, well run event, mm-hmm. but also. Yeah putting a bit of wow factor in there as well to show mm-hmm. that you know as the, as an association you can almost lead the way um yeah. how have you developed that side who have you worked with on on developing the creative elements of it and and how do you go about then executing that to make sure everything stays on time and you don't overly complicate the process okay so the execution side of things is done completely internally we don't use any external um, um support systems or agencies uh, um, so that is uh, executed internally by you know myself, Christine, our event manager, um, Kay in marketing, and Simon in our sales and accounts team, in terms of helping to execute and build up for the day. And then on the day, we, we you know, I, I don't think there's been a co- an ESSA conference which has taken place which hasn't run to time, and speakers have executed their their, their sessions on time, and, and we, we've moved through and had a great day. Um, in terms of the inspiration, um, to, to 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 lift. To lift the the day off the canvas, we we speak to representatives on the ESSA board. So there is an events committee. There are people on the um, uh, on the ESSA board who have a particular interest in the in the uh, in the association um, event side of things. So they they have a keen interest in how we deliver the AGM, how do we deliver the golf day, and how we deliver the conference. So uh, you know when when we're when we're trying to put on a show and a conference. 
um, and an experience for our members. We are talking to our members uh, by the board representatives. And of course, when we get our membership feedback uh, and we do our account management visits, um, we're mm. speaking to our members on a regular basis. It's constantly getting feedback. What is it? What is it you want to hear? How can we, you know, how can we make the next conference the one that not only you turn up to, but you bring your sales team to, you bring your marketing team, your operational team. Um, and so we, we very much rely on the, the inspirational side of things from the feedback and from those creatives within our industry. What Why we're very you? good Why at as an association. You? No, absolutely. And what we're very good at as an association is actually delivering it. Um, I think if we all gave up our jobs tomorrow here, we'd probably be able to go and find a job in the uh, in an ops department of some <laughs> organiser, I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, when um, when you you mentioned about the inspiration and the creativity um, side of things, um, how are you delivering the message and the content of the of the the conference in advance of it taking place? What what methods are you using to actually get that? that word out there in advance so that by the time the event comes around itself, people are really excited about being there and more importantly, are, are perhaps familiar with what content is going to be on offer so that they make sure that they don't miss out anything. Okay. Uh, so initially it's launched to members. So that, that's a campaign via uh, the, the, the press, uh, via print and, and via digital. Um, all of our members receive the, that personal digital invite to begin with. Um, we move through a process of, 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 of running a campaign of, of going into detail regarding each, each speaker um, so that we can try to build some excitement around individual sessions. Um, we've, we've promoted this event for the first time this year to, to a wider audience. So we're actually inviting organisers and venues and anyone else who's interested in our industry to come and meet uh, a collective of event suppliers on, on one day. You know, mm. meet your future clients, meet those people who are working in your venues, uh, meet those people who are building your exhibitions, building your conferences, building your uh, your events. Um, and we'll go down the tried and trusted route of um, of, of, of digital marketing uh, to, to reach our to reach our audience. We'll talk about it whenever and wherever we can. Thank you for this opportunity. You know, this 10-minute soundbite, you know, <laughs> will actually re reach a community that we've, we've not been able to reach before. Because for a long, long time, the, the ESSA conference has purely for members. But we do want to broaden it. We do want, you know, we want to invite, a, you know, a wider community of people who've never experienced the ESSA conference before. It, I would say it is a unique experience. It's not like, um, you know, because it, because... The majority of people who are there are in the same business. It's and and they've known each other for a, a long, long time. It's a really warm um, uh, and enjoyable kind of atmosphere throughout the day. And it's a you know it's a lot of old friends meeting up. Um, you, you know, somebody used the word fremeni the other day in terms <laughs> of their. There's lots of friends in this industry, but they're already also competitors. But it's amazing how they can come together on a day. And, and share share interests, share best practice, and have a you know have a chit chat about how um, you know how the golf coming at the weekend and stuff like that. Just to clarify, you mentioned that initially the marketing is going to be done and the, and the messages are going to be communicated to the members of uh, of the Event Supplier and Services Association. But is is the conference itself open to anybody within the events industry? Just just for clarification, anybody listen to this? Could anybody. they just sign up and yeah. register? Correct. Absolutely. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to be a member of ESSA. You don't have to be a member of the AEO or of AV. All ESSA members do get a free ticket. It's part of their membership. It is. It is one of their perks. 
Um, and I think looking at, you know, if I, if I was looking at this as a conference that someone independently was running, you'd, you'd be easily paying four or five hundred pounds for, for this as a, as a ticket. Um, so I think, it, you know, it serves as a very good value for money for our members that they all get uh, one delegate place. Um, but in the same instance, you know, the, the cost of the event for non-members is, is £250, so it's not an extortionate amount of money. If you're a member of the AEO or a member of the AEV, it's £150, and that includes the evening after party as well. So once the conference is finished, we have a, we have a, a break for a couple of hours, um, and then we move into the evening, which will consist of live music, um, dancing, and, uh, and food, and drink, and, you know, and uh, the, the, the evening networking side of things. Um, and then I think once we're done, they open the doors directly onto a casino, if that's your kind of thing. And this is the, that's all where the real business is done? Well, that's what people keep telling me, yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm usually tucked up in bed, obviously. Absolutely, and we wouldn't suggest anything otherwise, Andrew. No, t t give us the important details. When is it, and how do people find out about it if they want to okay, register? Okay, so, so, so it's on the 24th of November at the Rico Arena Coventry. And ultimately, to find out all the information from speaker bios to why you should come, videos that you guys very kindly did for us in previous years, um, in terms of you know hearing it from the delegate mouth, mm. um, is all available via essa.uk.com forward slash conference. And I'm sure the videos that you alluded to that uh, Event Industry News recorded, um, I think a couple of years ago now at one of the previous conferences at the uh, Stadium MK, are also right. available on eventindustrynews.co.uk, which Correct. could perhaps give people a little bit of a feel about um, the type of speakers, the type of delegates, and Indeed. what goes on at the conference. But I'm sure yeah, in, don't trust me. in the couple of years, things have probably moved on, uh, and certainly by what you've told us today, things have moved mm -hmm. on at a great pace, and this looks set to be a, a, no, an excellent have. conference. I've, indeed, and I've just realised I've missed a little bit of that URL. It's forward slash conference 2016. I do apologise. Not a problem at all. I'm sure people will be able to find it, um, put mm -hmm. into your search engines, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, ESSA uh, Conference 2016, Rico Arena, yeah. you'll find it without a doubt. Um, Andrew Harrison, uh, Director from ESSA, thanks very much for joining Talking Events today. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. No problem at all. Best of luck with the conference. Uh, nice to speak to you as always. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of Talking Events. My name's James Dixon. Find out more about the conference by uh, going on to eventindustrynews.co.uk or searching for the ESSA website. Mm -hmm.